Hey, it's Rick Kettner here. I'd like to share three of my favorite insights from Sprint by Jake Knapp. This book is all about testing and prototyping ideas with potential customers as early as possible. So if you're creating a new product, a new service, a new in-person experience, or really anything else, this book will help you answer critical questions really early in the process to give yourself the best opportunity for success. Now, if there is another business or marketing book out there that you think I should cover here on the channel, definitely let me know down in the comment section below. And of course, if you're interested in learning more about how to build and grow your business, I recommend that you subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications so that you don't miss out on future videos. But let's dive into the three big insights from this book. Insight number one is to identify the biggest areas of uncertainty. So when it comes to starting a new business or creating a new product or service, you wanna start by really getting clear on the biggest unknowns, especially the kinds of unknowns that can actually make or break your entire project. So even though as entrepreneurs, we typically tend to focus our energy on the idea itself and trying to bring it to life, it's really important early in the process to identify any potential unknowns or any areas of uncertainty and to get really clear on how you might be able to resolve those areas. So for example, a very common example actually is if you're creating a new business, you might not be very confident in your ability to express the idea to potential customers and to make sure that they get it, that they understand what it is, who it's for, and how it creates value or why they should be interested in it. So that's a very common area of uncertainty, no matter almost what you're creating. But another example, actually straight out of the book, was Savvy Oak a company backed by Google Ventures that aimed to create a relay robot, a simple robot that hotels could use to deliver things from the concierge up to guest rooms or in, in let's say, hospitals. One area of the hospital could securely send a blood sample or something like that to another area of the hospital without actually having to have a human take that process. And of course, there's other things like having to sign at both ends of the delivery to make sure chain of custody and all that kind of thing is taken care of. Well, they aim to create a simple relay robot that can handle these kinds of deliveries. It would drive around autonomously and it would be able to deliver goods like this, whether it's food up to a hotel room or like I said, a blood sample, something like that. Well, early in the process, they identified the biggest area of uncertainty. The biggest concern they had was the human to robot interaction. So let's say for example, you're in a hotel, you call down to the concierge and you mention, I need the internet cable because I don't have Wi-Fi here, or maybe you need a toothbrush that you forgot and left at home and you just call them up and say, hey, any chance you have a toothbrush, could you have it delivered to my room? Well, they would simply put that toothbrush in the robot and it would come deliver it to the room. But the area of concern was this first human interaction. When you open your hotel room door and there is a robot, how do you interact with it? Does it make sense? Is it a good experience? Is it a positive experience? Is it the kind of experience that hotel guests are going to rave to their friends about and actually, you know, recommend the hotel? Or is it going to be this lackluster experience where they kind of just wish it was a human that delivered whatever it is that they were needing and they were kind of mildly annoyed that this robot delivered it and that it was a weird, awkward experience. So they identified this as being one of the biggest areas for uncertainty. If they're going to go about creating this product before they actually get into the hardware, the software, the autonomy logic to have actually have this thing drive around and take elevators and all that sort of thing, they should probably solve this interaction and make sure that customers are happy and thus hotels are happy and thus more hotels are likely to jump on board and want to order this kind of a product. So they identified that as the biggest area of their uncertainty. But like I mentioned, for your business, it might be something completely different. It might be as simple as 
expressing your idea effectively so that people understand what it is, what it does, who should be interested in it, and most importantly, if it benefits them, that they can quickly experience the core value of the product. So insight number one is to simply identify the biggest area of uncertainty, which takes us to insight number two. Once you've identified uncertainty, and let me just clarify one thing before we actually move to step two. When you brainstorm a bunch of things that you're uncertain about or big areas of doubt, you want to phrase them as questions to be addressed throughout the sprint process. So what I mean by that is let's say you have a concern like you're not sure if customers will understand the core experience of the product. Well, you would rephrase that as a question that can be addressed throughout this process. Something like, will customers understand and experience the core value? And just phrase that as a question. Take all of your concerns, phrase them as questions, and then seek to choose a single major concern that you're gonna address within a sprint week. Sometimes you can group multiple together, but generally speaking, you're trying to address one major critical question that could potentially cause the business to fail. One thing, one way I've heard this described is as a pre-mortem. So when a business fails or when a project fails, typically businesses will conduct post-mortems. Basically, an after-death experience of saying, okay, this thing failed, it died, what went wrong? What could we have done differently? How could we prevent this from happening again in the future? Well, in this case, you wanna do that as a pre-mortem. Even before you set out to create your product, you wanna get clear on if this failed, what might have been the cause so that you can actually anticipate those issues and never have to go through the failure, never have to go through the post-mortem experience. So that's kind of another way to view this. But once you have this down, you wanna jump over to insight number two, create a prototype to address your uncertainty. So the idea is here is you wanna set out to create a very simple rudimentary prototype that brings your solution to life and allows you to present it to potential customers to see if you can resolve the uncertainty. So for example, if your concern is that you're, might not, you might not be able to express your idea effectively and that people won't understand what it is and how it benefits them, then a very common thing that I recommend, and I actually have a video series here on the channel that talks about how to test business ideas, what you might consider doing is building a simple marketing website to bring your idea to life so that it, this simple website describes exactly how you would sell your product or service as if it's 100% real. You can test that with early family and friends, improve your messaging, and eventually test it with customers and see how they react to it. So the idea here is whatever your uncertainty is, you wanna create a simple prototype to test that area to resolve the uncertainty, to resolve the doubt. So in Savvy Oak's case, what they identified, as I mentioned, is this robot-human interaction. So before they set out to solve the autonomy and all the major hardware and software challenges, they literally just set out to create a very basic prototype with a joystick that they would literally guide to the hotel room door manually. Everything was manual. They'd put an iPad mini in to this prototype enclosure where it was the screen running something simple like a keynote presentation that could be tapped through as an interface. Everything is just faked, but the goal is to genuinely test this experience with potential customers and see if you can address this uncertainty. So that's kind of the goal here. And like I mentioned, depending on what it is that you're trying to solve, you may be able to simply prototype the marketing material, be it a website, a video, a slide deck, a brochure, whatever is appropriate, or if it's a physical product or an in-person experience, you can try to identify that one interaction that you really wanna solve and you can prototype just that. So that's the idea here. Jumping on to insight number three. This is probably my favorite insight from the book. 
The idea is you wanna gather genuine reactions, not feedback. So when it comes time to actually demonstrate your prototype or demonstrate your idea to potential customers, it's really important that they believe what it is that they're experiencing is a real product or service, that it's something that is absolutely real and they're simply reacting to it in real time. And the reason for this, as they explain in the book, feedback is worth pennies on the dollar. You don't want feedback, you don't want ideas, you don't want opinions, you don't want suggestions. You don't want people to think that this is a work in progress and that it's open for all kinds of general feedback. You want them to see it as a real product, service, or experience, and you wanna observe their genuine reaction to it and how they experience it. So for Savvy Oak's example, if you're gonna conduct this kind of casual informal interview, generally it's a one-on-one interview, and you might find a hotel guest that wants to experience something new in the hotel. Maybe you would bribe them with a free night stay or something like that for them to actually participate in this. You'd have the interviewer, the one conducting the test, sit in their room with them in anticipation of this new experience. And then you would simply observe them going through the process of experiencing your prototype. So for example, the phone might ring and then the hotel guest would naturally think, oh, I should probably answer that. They don't necessarily know it's part of the test, but they would answer it, they'd pick up the phone, the automated message, maybe a robotic voice on the line would say, your delivery has arrived, please check your door. They would hang up the phone and they might look to you and say, is this the new experience? You're not there to lead them down any road or tell them what to do. You simply say, what should you do next? They go to their door, they open the door and there's this robot. Now, again, they might turn to the interviewer and say, what is this? Is this the delivery? It's really important here that you don't try to sell them on the idea. You don't try to explain anything. You don't ask leading questions designed to provoke them to take required action. You're only there to assess their experience. So you'd wanna turn that question around and just say, what do you think it is? What do you think it does? What do you think you should do next? And simply see how they react. You wanna ask open-ended questions that aren't leading, they're not pointing them in any direction, but you just simply wanna see how they react. So they might look back at the robot and see this little display on it, and there's a button that says, receive delivery. They click that, and the hatch on the top opens up, and there is their delivery, whatever it might be. Maybe it's a food snack, maybe it's something like that. And they pull it out, and then the screen changes and says, Confirm delivery. They click that, the hatch closes, and the robot drives off. In this case, again, it's not even autonomous at this point. Somebody's just driving it with a joystick. From the customer's perspective, it looks 100% real. They don't know whether it is a working product or not. It's very important that you maintain the illusion that this is a finished product and that you simply study their reactions. Because what you're looking for is confusion, anything that goes wrong, any poor experience. And of course you wanna identify what is working, what worked well and what was well received. But the goal here is to simply get their genuine reaction. Not feedback, not ideas, not opinions, not suggestions, just see how they really react. And afterwards you wanna gather and understand what they were thinking and how they were experiencing it. That's really the only reason for the interviewer in this case to ask any questions is just to understand how the customer is experiencing this prototype as if it's a real product. And of course, if you're demonstrating a website or anything like that in a similar format, you would simply show them the website and say, what do you think of this? What do you think it does? Who do you think it's for? General open questions to understand how they're interpreting what they're seeing and what they're experiencing. Again, if you wanna learn more about that process when it comes to testing ideas with marketing material, I recommend you check out the series on my channel on how to test a business idea. But that's the idea. Insight number three, gather genuine reactions, 
not feedback. You wanna see how they respond as if it's a real product. You wanna maintain the illusion that it's a real product. And again, the whole idea here is to address the questions and the uncertainty brought up at the very beginning of this video in insight number one. You wanna understand and solve these questions and make sure that customer that, that customer interaction or whatever it is that you were trying to address went smoothly so that you can mark that off as now being resolved. You've answered that critical component of your business idea. And you can either, based on your feedback, improve the idea, iterate the prototype, take it to the next level and try again. Or if you're confident in that stage, you can move on and test the next question or the next area of uncertainty. But those are three of my favorite takeaways from the book. If you're interested in rapid prototyping, testing with customers, gathering genuine reactions and actually confirming that you have a good idea or looking for areas for improvement, I highly recommend this book. It's easily the best book I've seen on the subject. It's a relatively new book. It's came out in the last few years probably two or three years ago. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it's by, like I said, Jake Knapp, also John Zransky and Braden Kowitz. I'm not exactly sure if that's how you pronounce his name, but these guys are either part of or associated with Google Ventures and their whole process of helping teams rapidly prototype and improve ideas. So a lot of really powerful knowledge here. I just touched the tip of the iceberg in terms of what I've covered here. They go through a lot more. I didn't talk about the five-day process and exactly how to conduct the five-day sprint process for building these prototypes. I didn't talk about the many tips and advice they have around sketching ideas and actually improving your prototype long before you actually build it, if it's a hardware or physical prototype, or if it's a website, even before you get to that stage, there's a lot of sketching and improving of ideas. And of course, there's a lot of nuances when it comes to conducting these casual informal interviews to get important reactions from potential customers. But that's it. If you enjoyed the video, please click the like button down below. It lets me know what kind of content you enjoy. And it also helps promote this video out to more people here on YouTube, which helps us grow our audience. And of course, if you're interested in learning even more about how to build and grow your business, I recommend that you subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications so that you don't miss out on future videos. If you have any questions about this book, or if you have recommendations for other business or marketing books, let me know down in the comment section below. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.